So everyone knows that like I'm a huge like Randwin fan. You know, I want Rathan and Andy to start banging it out when he gets back. Um, but I was just thinking the other day, like how much more glorious it would be if it turned into an orgy with Sylvanas and Sibelian being included. Like imagine if Sibelian like impregnated Sylvanas, you would have like an undead dragon come out. It'd be so fucking dope. It'd be so fucking. Thralls, balls, they're everywhere. Thrall's Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. What's up, swingers, from the finely sunny streets of Chicago? I swear to God, it's been cloudy for so long, I'm losing my voice. It's your girl, Gershom. This is bad. It is kind of cold in Austin. By cold, I mean 52 degrees and cloudy. It looks like we gotta light up the fireplace. Fuck you. It's um, like 17 degrees today, bro. Fuck you. It's sunny, but it's cold hey, you, as fuck. You choose to live there. I did. I did. I did move here. I did. You can hear my voice. It's so damn cold. I went to get beer and I came back and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, This week, it, once again, will be myself and Gershom flying with a meaty ball sack, our giant shaft of a hammer. Wooly is currently on, uh, he has a personal emergency to deal with. Uh, everything's okay with him. He just has some stuff he has to deal with in his personal life, so he will not be able to make it here. So we are here flying, not solo, but solo, because it's kind of like Wooly's like our grand leader. So yeah, so Gershom, um, I guess we can go right into it. Um, do you want to get us started? What you kind of, what you've been up with? Yeah, what? I'm super glad you didn't call Wooly a grandmaster. <laughs> you can edit that out if he wants. And also, I kind of wanted to touch on the. Un- so that is disc- his Discord name's Grandmaster. Oh wait, isn't that like a? Okay, never. Uh, it- never mind. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Let's talk about uh, what we've been up to and wow. Okay, so I personally finally hit seventy. I believe I am the last person on the Area Fifty Two to do so. We finally hit 70, y'all. I got the fucking the campaign done. And right now I'm just trying to go back a little bit and sort of clean up those uh, lore master quests, those side quests, and getting my exploring done. I'm like all the way done in the Waking Shores and almost done in Onaran Plains. And then Azure Span and Feldraxis, I, I'm still kind of working on those two. Um was just like wow it's kind of sad that's a lot what I did you know and I just um felt like really happy when I hit 70 because I was like wow look at all this cool stuff like world quests opened up oh I started doing the hunts for the centaur that was like really a lot of fun um didn't I think I got like one good thing and then I didn't realize that it awards you like random stuff so I got like this plate thing but it sold for like 100 gold so whatever um super casual shit just kind of feeling like real fangirly about the game still just really really loving it um and i've been just trying to grab like dragon glyphs i mean seriously like bent you have so much more to say i really just want to kick back and hear you talk about raid honestly because i obviously didn't make it because i wasn't even 70 let alone eye level so i i don't even have all the dragon glyphs yet <laughs> i have like i think i am to the final part of that tree so i need to get 
15 more, and I currently have four points available. Dude, I have like three uh, total. You know when I see them the most is when I'm flying over them on a fucking flight path, and I'm like, there goes one, and I can't go fucking get it, and like this is probably the fourth week in a row I've said I'm gonna go find the map that's out there somewhere and do it but I mean that speaks to my point is that there's just so much to do sorry to interrupt raid let's talk about raid you talk about raid well I was gonna say you know your dragon can sense when they're nearby yeah and it'll but give you how many yards away I just you are never, and they're very visible I never see different. it they're very visible but by the time I see the thing pop up I wish there was something in like DBM or some kind of mod that put it like right in my face because I'm not looking at the chat box like ever where it shows up and then it's like your dragon senses a nearby glyph and it's it's gone it's it's like it's gone away like I'll turn around and it'll be way way behind me and I'll see it and I just can't turn around and go get it like it's this is making me sound uber dumb so I'll figure it out I will I always do so yeah, uh, basically what I've been doing is I've been into Mythic Plus on my Monk and my Rogue. Uh, I got a few like 10, 11-ish keys done. Uh, I will say my original thoughts, uh, Shadow Moon Burial Ground needs a major buff because that place is just a joke. Uh, Jade Serpent, uh, it's doable, but the trash is a little bit rough. I'd like to see a little bit of a nerf there. Uh, Ruby Light Pulse needs a massive nerf. What was the, uh, what was the affix this week? Uh, it was, uh, the new one, Thundering, which is, like, the most boring, I hate it, it's the worst ethics ever, um, Quaking and Raging, so it's not too bad of a week, but it's also fortified, so if you don't have people who can, um, soothe the mobs, especially on higher keys, when they're fortified, you get a 5%, they get 5% health buff from the, the Thundering ethics, and then they rage and do 30% more damage, it can be pretty tough, so, um, easy, I think it's an easy week, but I can see why people think it's gonna suck, next week's gonna be even worse tyrannical like some of these bosses are even hard on fortified so i can't imagine what some of them will be like on uh, tyrannical um but yeah i've been doing that uh i got my first look into the raid so my guild we got the first three bosses now normal we had a i think like a 12 percent wipe on the spider boss uh raid seems pretty cool so far uh, as an outlaw rogue, I've been playing like shit because I'm raid leading and then my rotation changes depending on what talent tree I go into. So it's been a little bit difficult, but, um, you know, I'm glad we got the three bosses down and I think that, uh, you know, I'm happy. I think the bosses are pretty cool. Um, they all have some sort of AI component, which I love because I'm outlaw and I get to do more damage by pressing one button. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun and I, um... You know, I can't wait to get into some of the later bosses. I think that Dathia boss looks really cool because, like, you have to kill a mob and then, like, get blown back onto a platform to kill another mob. And then you got to position yourself so you get blown back onto the platform without dying. I don't know. It just seems really cool, a lot of interactive stuff. Um, other than that, I uh, haven't really been up to much besides that. I've really been just pumping Mythic Plus and um, doing the raid and my guild uh, collect the company, which I'm really looking for. We're going to be doing optional nights the next two weeks, and then, you know, we'll start our quarter official progress come uh, the first week of January. That sounds awesome. You're, you're raid leading with Daddy Pudding. I'm just kidding. Remember when he recorded with us and he tried to say he was raid yeah. leading? <laughs> and you're like, no, no. no now he, he changed his name. He changed to his name. Grandma Slurp. Now, Grandma oh, Slurp. God. It just gets better and better, doesn't it? At least it's not gold black Goldschlager puke or <laughs> I don't know if it's him or Star, but one of them lets... I think it's Star. I think Star lets his kids pick his name of his characters. I hope it's not 
Florpy's kids. Wait, Florpy doesn't have kids. Yeah, he does. He oh, does brother. he? Oh, my bad. I, I did, yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. Oh, brother. that's funny. He might have. He might have a second. I know Star has two. If my kid ever came two. up to me and said anything about the word slurp in my name, they'd be grounded. I think Flirpy's kid's a little bit older than Star. Probably, though. yeah, that would make sense. Well, hopefully. She also loves. She also loves to watch him play. It's so funny because like we'll be playing and like we're like bear back. He's like, oh, I had to go tell my daughter to go to bed. Like she loves like staying up and watching me play. I think that's kind of cool though. Like, I used to play. I used know. to play with my oldest daughter back during the pandemic, and she we had a lot of fun. We rolled some. We rolled a few night elves. We got all the way to like. Lorandathil, like, Darkshore area. Um, and then, like, basically we got up to, like, I think, like, level 20. And she was starting to get frustrated. Um, so we had two computers in, you know, different rooms, obviously. And I was like, well, let's set up a Discord. And she didn't really know how to do it. And so we just sort of quit. We moved, and, you know, the computer situations moved around. I bought my mic, sorry. And so she got into more, like, her TikTok and her music and stuff, and she started doing that. And then the other day I was like... Uh, do you remember this and that about playing WoW together? And she goes, she goes, yeah. She goes, can we try that again? She goes, it's been a couple years, mom. I think you could probably show me how to use Discord again and I would get it. And I'm like, oh, maybe. I don't know. Like she might, she's on the eve of 10, you know, she might be ready to quest with the, quest with mommy. Block the, block all trade channels. Block, uh, trade chat. But you know, I mean, yeah, she might be ready, so. I think you could set it up too, where I know I don't, but I, I know you. There's a way where you could basically have like bad words get like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just turn into bad, like little like, asterisks yeah. or like little like in the cartoons, like an at symbol and a star, and like a, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. do that. You could definitely do that if I went through and like uh, put her account that way. I think I let her account slide obviously because she didn't want to play anymore, but I could maybe reopen it. Let's be honest, though, Gersh, if you got a mouth like a truck... Oh, no, they heard me say the fuck word ten times before. on the way to the bus today. <laughs> the fuck... See, I can't even say the F word. I'm just like, the fuck word. What's the point? <laughs> oh, my lord. I am the worst. I actually have a mug. Jesus bought me once that says, um... What's it say? It says, I have the vocabulary of a well-educated sailor. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that, that about makes sense. I feel like people either swear a ton or they don't swear at all. And there's no in It catches me off when, like, people don't swear. Like, with that, even if I like them as a person, I'm like, you're always saying, like, oh, the F word, or like, I don't know. I, I get it. it. I get it. I get both sides of it, always. I'm, I'm perpetually, like, torn in two directions. Because I curse, and I never mean to, like... You know what's funny? I'll put it this way. If I'm in, like, a, like a verbal confrontation with somebody... Like, I'm trying to argue my point, or I'm trying to, like, tell them how I feel, I curse less. Because I understand that cursing can be, like, a detriment to someone's feelings, really. But, like, if something gets on my nerves, I'll be like, what the fuck? You know, like that. Like, it will fly out of my mouth. Even in front of my kids, even at the house. But, like, if I'm really trying to talk to you, I'm not gonna, like, curse you out. I understand that it's, like, a, a means of expression, I guess. And that was today's lesson yeah. on being a potty mouth or not being a potty mouth. It, it's crazy because I learned the word cunt from my mom. Nice. And like, <laughs> it, like it, if you go to any like like England or Australia or Scotland or Ireland, like it's actually like any other word. But like you say that word here and people look like you like just killed like a baby or something. I'm going to, you know, I understand. This is one of those things too where like I understand what a, what a terrible like thing it is right? to say. But that... 
that well, word i don't think it's terrible it's contextual if you call a woman a cunt yes that's yeah 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 like straight yeah you don't but like saying like you stupid cunt like if something goes wrong like, like if someone that, nails your car or something like yeah. yeah or like that word appears often in like punk rock as an actual description of you know female anatomy like that's just a word that we call yeah. a, a pussy for some reason and it appears a lot in the music i listen to but it's literally like oh you know this bitch with her cunt in her jeans and it's like okay like I, that word I, I guess it's contextual you're right you're right well, it only took us 75 episodes to introduce uh, the word cunt to the... the that the whole shit is going to get us canceled, or Wooly's going to edit it, one of those <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, All Wooly. right, should we move on to the WoW News then on that note? Yeah, all right, yeah, let's do the news. Time for WoW News, motherfuckers. Who wants to talk about trading posts? I want to talk about trading posts. Dude, that shit looks so casual and so fun to me. Have you have you seen this? I know you don't really. You're probably not gonna do it, right? You gonna do it? I'm gonna do it. I have no idea what the trading post is. So I'm okay, like so I don't know everything, so I put these notes in like five minutes on the short notice we had. But um, so the trading post is basically like a new establishment. There's gonna be one in Stormwind, one in Orgrimmar, obviously for for each faction, and it's basically a place you can go. Um, on a monthly basis and there's like a chore list they give you of like quests certain things you can do and you get this currency that you can then buy things with um, from them and a lot of the things that you can buy are things that some people might not be able to get some of them are store mounts and pets some of them are probably more rarely but like raid mounts um, uh, reputation mounts, recolors of things, transmogs. Um, so when you go up to the trading post, it's pretty cool. Supposedly they're gonna have like, like a dummy, like a training dummy there, but like with the clothes on, so you can see like which which mog is up for you know sale or whatever. There's gonna be like pets laying around on on the counters and hanging out with the people, and there's gonna be like the mounts that are available in the stable. Which I think is pretty cool. Like programming wise, apparently every month this is gonna change, like how the thing looks. I think that's pretty rad. Um, and so yeah, you can just do these things. It seems like they tie in a lot too to like world events and world quests so like for instance the one i saw the one i'm thinking of specifically is um like for love is in the air you could give someone a lovely charm bracelet and get 25 or 50 you know of the coins um or whatever it is and i think this is cool too so when you log in every month i think you get a base amount of like 500 so if you never do the trading post eventually maybe you could still like buy some stuff <laughs> because you'll just have like some currency sitting around for them um and then it's gonna the gear and the things that you can buy are gonna rotate so if you missed it one month it's not gone forever it's it's basically uh gonna come back and i think that's uh really cool but i uh, <laughs> it's just like it just seems like fun casual cool way to get things i'm definitely going to be doing it i feel like a completionist sort of achievement hunter mount hunter person i think i'm definitely gonna um check that out but you probably not so much right ben 
Yeah, no, I'm not really into that. Like, even like the, I, mean, I love what they did with like the crafting because it kind of makes it like really cool how you can specialize. Like, I have leatherworking and I haven't even like touched it. I maxed out my skin. Yeah, because, we didn't, like, we didn't even touch on crap. Oh, that shit is hard. Before you do a race to roll first, do you want to talk about your professions? Because I gather, and that shit is still sort of complicated, even for gathering. Yeah, I mean, I maxed out my skinning, and I have mining and engineering on my bunker, but I haven't really done any. Like, I collect nodes, and I skin shit when I kill them, but I haven't really even dived into it yet. Like, it's way too overwhelming, and I'd rather, like, focus on getting my characters geared up before I start looking into that, which, I mean, by the time I start looking into it, I probably can't make any money off it, but, yeah, just, it, I think it's cool. Like, you can specialize in certain items and, and help your guildies out that way. It kind of makes it, like... I feel like before it was kind of just like eh but now like it's important like your guild to have certain you know people who can make potions or people who can do this and that because like you know there's like the standard of qualities and stuff and like i was looking at weapon enchants for my weapons and the best weapon enchant that has like the three gold stars next to it is going for like 100k on the auction house like i'm gonna have to start getting like a second job driving uber to pay for wow tokens you have to get your little chauffeur <laughs> you get your like your little chauffeur guy where like the orc in the top hat drives you around you're like you know what let me yeah. not sit there you go make me somebody and i'll sit here and just stitch these leather pants together like what the fuck yeah like no doubt but have you played around with any on your character you said you're just yeah gathering, right? but you could specialize yeah yeah, yeah. Right? you, you can you can it. still spec and it'll give you like higher chances to find like there's one i popped into this week um i think where like certain nodes you come up to will have like a little like swirly around them like they're kind of like wrapped in like blue wind or like orange wind or like gray wind and you can kind of tell that you're gonna get like um rousing whatever like rousing air rousing fire um you know those things those little crafting things you can sell or like you yeah yeah you I, I remember ten of them one turn of my into like another one or whatever one of my guildies was a miner and like the first like day at release he was like farming one of the mining nodes that had fire on it and he died to it and he's like what what the fuck? that has never happened to me that is like a bug yeah it, it kill you yeah it puts a flame debuff oh. on you like, even does it now it just doesn't hit as hard as oh it wow oh, okay i was gonna say that i didn't even like come into that as an issue that's i had never heard of that well now i guess there's no way to be more careful unless you can mine in turtle form i i don't know maybe maybe i'll pop like my turtle and see if i can still go up and mine or something but i haven't run into that problem yet um so aside from that and that's gonna be backtracked because I, I had forgotten to mention that i did dip into buying my first piece of crafted gear which was my bracers but i have no idea like what to tip these people like can someone help me with what the going tip is or should i just be buying them off the auction house uh i don't know i think they could charge a commission but like i don't know i gave this guy i felt like shitty yeah i did i gave him like a hundred gold and the order got accepted and i'm like i just got a piece of like 333 gear for like 120 gold like i felt like i'd robbed somebody so I'm sure I'm doing it wrong, but I don't know. He accepted the order, so maybe he didn't know either. Thanks for the bracers, bro, wherever you are. Race to world first? You're wa yeah, you watching it? Oh, that. you can talk about it. I just saw some liquid getting some- You got some liquid getting some bosses down. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so basically the Racer World First is on, so anyone who, who might not know about it, basically, um, you know, the top guilds in the world have like a little contest that they all stream and participate in with Blizzard. And basically it's like a race to see who can get the boss, uh, the raid cleared on Mythic first. Um, you know, there's like a handful, 20 guilds that participate, but in reality there are only two major competitors. It's Liquid and Echo, Liquid being North American based, they used to be called Limit. And then there's Echo who are based in Europe. Um, previously they were a separate team, but after all the shit went down with Method, with all the accusations and whatnot, 80, about 80% of the roster from Method moved over to Echo. So Echo has won the past two races and currently they're both tied. They, uh, they're on the second to last boss. Uh, Echo's finishing up for the night. They're around 60%. I think their best pull on the Brewkeeper boss. Liquid has about 20 to 25 more pulls on that boss than they are and are currently at 27% is their best pull. So it's heating up. It's getting close like they normally do at this point of the race. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I personally am an Echo fan. Not really a fan. I just think they're the better team. I think Liquid has the better players, but I think Echo operates as a team better. So it'll be interesting. I still think Echo's going to pull it out. I think they just have a better approach to how they go about things. I think Liquid also have a mental block a little bit when when Echo seem, they seem to do well until Echo catches up with them because typically Liquid goes out to a lead and then we get to the final bosses. Echo will catch up and they kind of get like mentally tilted from it um so it'd be interesting to see what happens i do think the race will kind of bleed over until next week but i think by next thursday we should have a winner um then it's cool to see like the new strategies and it's cool because like these guys aren't like optimally geared like a, as most guilds will be when they care this stuff so it's cool to see these guys like really test the limits of the raid and you know how like it just like i feel like i'm like a decent player and then i watch these guys play i'm like yeah uh, i'm a shitlord <laughs> Have you been uh, watching Gershom? I, 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 I anything you wanted? To I have add? not, anything? not necessarily. No, I just I kind of see what comes up on my WoW head. Um, I don't really follow the Race to World first that much. I mean, other than listening to like what other people say about it, I'm always in that small camp of people that's annoyed that it's always like Liquid and Echo, and like that's it. Like I'm kind of, oh, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. I just wish it was someone else one time in life, but I guess it's never going to be. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's like, it's like one of those things, like, like the best players all play. Yeah. Together, right? Well, it's so, like back in the day like, when the Patriots won, like, so many fucking Super Bowl rings that Tom Brady didn't have enough fucking fingers on his hand. And it's like, bro, like, it's got to be somebody else, right? Like, it happens and it comes and goes. And I'm sure eventually, 20 years later, when we're all playing 16.0. You know, it's uh, maybe somebody else will come along, but I just don't really follow the esports so much. I've been meaning to get into it just to have something to talk about, but I just so far I haven't. No. Yeah, I mean it's cool to get into, and it's it's only like one time. Like you only spend like a week watching it at least for a while, but it, I don't. I think so they do great. this for they do this for each raid, right? Yes. And then for it's each heroic, the or do they go right to mythic? So, it, they do this thing called splits, where they basically just farm bosses and trying to, like, pool gear into the people that they want to bring into raid. And they have, like, people from their community, they offer them gold to come in and trade the gear they get. 
Um, it was weird because this is the first time where the raid difficulties all release at the same time. So normally Blizzard releases Mythic Plus, yeah, normal heroic the first right. week, and then the second week Mythic comes out. This year they they did all the difficulties at the same time. So instead of like really going into it, like usually they spent the day doing their heroic stuff, but this time they spent like I mean Echo I don't think even stepped foot into Mythic Raid until yesterday. Or not yet, for, no, Friday. Friday they stepped into the Mythic Raid for the first time, Liquid the Thursday. So it's a little bit boring watching the splits, but, like, I think the casters do a good job keeping people entertained. And they have, like, a lot of them have, like, these donation, like, lists where basically once you hit a tier of money, like, the casters have to do something stupid. Like, um, I think one of them, like, Dratnos and Tettles have a power hour if Echo get to a certain, uh threshold of donations which i think they're very close to so anyone doesn't know power hour is basically a drinking game where you do a shot of beer every minute and usually like when you play with friends like you can download this app and you put a song on and every time the song changes every minute so every time the song changes you do a shot great way if you're going out with a bunch of friends and you just want to chill and vibe and not play something that's more mentally intense like to get fucked up before you go out but yeah we did uh, uh... I did that once, and I didn't puke, but I almost puked because of all the bubbles in my stomach. I didn't realize what I was up to. We played Circle of Death, but with beer, and so that's what happened to me. I ended up taking, like, six shots of beer in, like, 20 minutes. And, you know, it does go to your head, though, faster than you realize. If you're ever looking for a cheap buzz, get, like, a fucking Modelo and just take shots of it. But every minute, <laughs> that'll do ya. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it fills up on you real quick. And you're thinking, like, oh, it's just a beer, it's just a Well, shot. no, that's it's still alcohol hitting your stomach. That's one yes. ounce. That's, what, one ounce. Beer's 12 ounces, typically. So you're basically, you're drinking six beers and a beer every 10 minutes. If you're doing it properly. That'll, which, that, yeah, like I said, that'll do you. That I didn't throw up, but I almost threw up. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of beer. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of fun to play. Um, other than that, let's see what else we got in the news this week. So, uh, Blizzard pushed out a bunch of, um, I guess, changes to the classes. Um, like, rogues were really strong, so they got, like, a 3% blanket nerf to all their abilities. Uh, did your, out think, did uh, your outlaw get nerfed? Yeah, 3%. All the rogue specs did, because all the rogue specs are, like, top 5 DPS. They're really strong right now, so it was needed. Um, a couple other classes got that. I think Marksman Hunter got one. I think... A handsome shaman got a three percent, and then a couple classes got buffed. I know arms warrior got buffed, frost fire mages got buffed, and what it was oh, shadow piece, shadow piece got a pretty big buff. So it'd be interesting to see if that affects the logs at all, performance wise. But you know, uh, Blizzard is doing, I like that they're not making major changes, they seem to be like more like you know, tuning to get everything in line. But yeah, I mean, other than that, oh, we got the big one we forgot to mention, we should have probably loved with this. You want to go with it? What about um, the new the new person coming on? Is oh, yeah. Well, first, I'm just totally stoked that they didn't even touch Beastmaster Hunter, Joe. Like, I know I've been talking about, like, oh, my God, no, they're going to nerf me. I'm too strong. It's this constant, like, barrage of damage and, and all this shit. And I've just been having so much fun on my Beastmaster Hunter. Didn't get touched. Something happened to Marksman, but I don't remember the details. I believe it was some kind of... Um, it was, a, it was the same as the Yeah, it was like it was a 3%. 3%. Yeah, exactly. It was like a nerf, like a slight nerf. Um, but they didn't touch Beastmaster, so totally stoked about that. And yeah, I think for our last piece of news, I just want to touch on the fact that uh, Daddy Metzen himself is coming back. Yes, Chris Metzen will be returning to the Warcraft uh, pay logs, I guess, or, or whatever. 
he's gonna be uh, some sort of advisor, like a game advisor. I'm gonna send Wally the the link to put in the show notes because I'm not exactly sure. People are kind of like, what does that mean? What are you gonna be doing? A lot of people are like, well, the last two expansions that you weren't here kind of sucked, um, story-wise. So from the man himself, you know, you can't separate Thrall and Chris Metzen anymore. I think that you can separate peanut butter from the peanut that it was made from. So Chris Metzen's coming back and I'm totally stoked. All hail green Jesus. Okay, I think it's great they're bringing him back, and I want to think that maybe they're going to do more about the Warcraft universe, because he specifically mentioned that not only will he be helping out with the WoW stuff, but there's also, like, he's originally, like, starting off, he will just be focusing on WoW, but he also specifically mentioned future Blizzard projects. So I wonder if that's, like, WoW 2, or is it maybe Warcraft 4, I don't know. What I'm wondering if he's going to try and bring his game, his Warchief uh, D&D mod game that he tried to, that he was making... If he's gonna try and bring that into Blizzard somehow, like some sort of, um, like D and D online type thing, I, I have no idea. I'm just spitballing entirely right now, but that'd be pretty dope. Cause I wasn't even sure how how that project was going. I don't play a lot of D and D anymore, so I don't really know. But he was making some sort of like D twenty game, wasn't he? It was called like Warchief or something like that. Yeah. I think so. I, I think I really think they brought him back because Riot is going to be coming out with an MMO in the next couple of years, and based on how popular Valorant is, they they went into the FPS market and produced a game that's like the most popular shooter now. They have League of Legends, which is the most popular MOBA. I think there really is like everyone talks about every time an MMO, oh, this is going to be the end of WoW, and like it ends up being a meme. Like people switch over to it for a couple months and then they switch back to WoW just because like it's, it's superior in many ways despite its flaws but i really do think they feel a lot of pressure from riot that yo riot is a is going to be whatever they release i think will be a competitor in the mmo space i mean yeah it is it is part of the cycle though i mean like final fantasy 14 like everybody fucking left and i don't blame them because it was like dead season and the shadowlands no pun intended but I feel like even over Final Fantasy XIV, like WoW is back on top right now. I've seen streamers who had completely quit WoW come back for Dragonflight and say, yeah, we were just playing yeah. Final Fantasy XIV to pass the time. Like WoW is just something that grabs at your heart, you know? So I think Blizz is always going to have that, that like fallback, like just that fan base where people can never really stop playing WoW. And with Chris Madsen coming back, like when you're talking about loyalty and heart and fan base, I think a lot of people are going to tune in and see what's going to happen because he's, I mean, he's one of the fathers of of WoW. So it can only mean good things, I guess. No, I think, you know, I think it'll help with the story for sure. I think story is one of the major complaints people have. Like, I don't think people like enjoy the dungeon. I think WoW, despite its flaws, they typically do a good job with their dungeons, their raids, um, and they're going away from the whole system, borrow power thing, which I think is great. But I think, like, Final Fantasy is a little different because their game designer and the person who runs it basically comes out and says, we want you to play different games once you finish off our newest content. Like, it's designed to do that, where I think WoW has more of a, we want you to play the game constantly mm, you know that's true and i think riot will be competing with that like i think riot's mmo will not be like the final fantasy type where that you switch like they are the, gonna be in the same
same boat. They're gonna want people constantly playing their games, no matter what. I have a, a neighbor who lives around the around the corner from me, like a block away on the other cross street, basically, and he's a game designer for Riot. And I was like, I was sitting out front. I seen him walking his dog, and I was like, walking my dog or whatever. And so we pass on the street. Like we always talk. Like he's a very nice man, and his dog is amazing. And so, like, we're always talking, and we got to, I was like, oh, what do you do? And we're talking. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. I'm a, I'm a big wow head. Like, I do a podcast and everything. And he kind of, like, almost immediately, like, clammed up. Like, he didn't, he was like, well, come on, Bosco, let's go. And I'm like, wait, what? Are you just, like, cutting me off right now? But, like, I've seen him since, and he wasn't so clammy, but it was kind of weird. He was like, yeah, well, they've had a lot of stuff going on. And I was like, well, every gaming company goes through that. I know Riot went through it, too. And that's when he was like, come on, Bosco, let's go. Like, to his dog. Oh, and I'm like, did. what? Like, what? Yeah, Riot, Riot's was... Way people worse. Know, I guess, <laughs> I, I, it's bad yeah, as that I guess, sounds. Like, because time has gone by. Yes. But, like, when Riot, Riot's was a lot worse. It was worse. a lot worse. And the, and the fallout was worse. And the resolution of the entire issue was complete was a lot fucking worse. shit. Like, at least Blizzard... Yes. Yeah, Blizzard at least fired these people. Like, the guy who was, like, farting on the girls or whatever, he still has, like, he's still the chief operating officer. <laughs> oh, boy, right. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it, it's so fun. It's, like, recency bias, I guess, right? Like, because Blizzard just happened. But, yeah, like, people don't... Like, Riot was just as fucked up. Riot was actually the... Was like, the, the water... It was, like, the Watergate for video games where, like... After that, like a lot of these other companies started coming out with their stuff and dealing with it. So, yeah, that's that's you know, these unfortunately the video game cultures tend to be a lot of bros who uh, don't have exactly the most social skills. Frat so. boy culture, but, as they say, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I think well they exist in other organizations Definitely. too, right? Like, like the banking world, but like they're much more. I think the banking world is more like you're fired. <laughs> Because it's, you know, there's, there's what, hundreds of thousands of banks. Like, there's probably, like, 50 times the amount of banks out there than video game companies. So, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Chris Metz are coming back so great. Uh, it, it can be nothing but positive for Blizzard, I think. I agree. So, we want to move on. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Or do you want to go into the drink of the week? Oh, yeah, let's do your drink of the week. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's time for, for the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah! So after a two-week hiatus, we are going to into the drink of the week again. We are finally prepared to produce one for you guys. Uh, before we get started with the drink of the week, please only partake in the consumption of alcohol if you're the legal age to do so. Uh, please also remember that the Thralls Balls pod is not liable for any stupid shit you do while partaking in the mixed drink of the week if you choose to do so. So I forget what the last drink we did was. Um, do you remember? I what do. It was I don't remember. I, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, Ventolis. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, at any rate, we forget what the name of the drink is, uh, but we uh, this week we are doing the Johnny Juice. Uh, as a reminder, we had the mixed drink segment uh, last time around. This time around, we are doing sh- back to the shot segment. So without further ado, no, I am doing we're the Johnny doing, Juice this th- week. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, I mean, you could do either one, I guess, but Wooly said he wanted to go back to mixed drinks, but I mean, if you want to do a shot, you can do a shot. I, I think we'll just keep it, we can do what we want, right? Okay. I did, I made it a mixed drink, but you oh, can good. do it as a okay. shot, so. 
So what do you think is in the Johnny juice? Okay, well Johnny, according to some trolls that I've run up onto, is pronounced Johnny. Um, definitely that Caribbean feel. Um, hmm. Malibu. 151. And like a tropical um pineapple soda or something like that and a floater of grenadine on top you actually were very fucking close and you're on i the right love path. me some sweet drinks <laughs> okay so what it is is you were correct there is malibu there is regular bacardi not 151 there is pineapple white claw hawaiian punch and here in uh, Texas, we have at HEB, which is our grocery store, like a pineapple orange juice mix. So you just dump that all into a like a mixer, you shake it up, you pour it into a glass, and you drink. So Gershom, you want to set me off? Over the lips, through the gums, look out, asshole. I'm going to take a shot of mango okay. vodka. How is it? This shit slaps. Like, <laughs> this shit slaps. It's one thirty on a Sunday fun day, bitch. Let's go. So it's 55 degrees and cold and freezing here, but this is something like I think it's really good. Like it's refreshing almost in a way. It's something you drink in the summer or like on a tropical island somewhere. But definitely like I can see myself on a beach in Jamaica where Jamaica, I think, gets a lot of troll vibes. I can see myself like laying on a beach right now at 1.30 with this drink in my hand butt in the sand not a care in the world i'd have my butt on a towel if you want to put your butt in the sand that's totally fine it was supposed to be a reference to some country song oh is it uh... yeah well i that's the johnny juice um so who's up next week and what drink are they doing Me. i picked a dragon flight drink called the uh-oh hold on forgive my paper it's right here somewhere. Oh. It is the ancient fire wine. There we go. I'm gonna do the ancient fire wine next week. Oh, so that's a new drink. That's it's from, in uh... the inn. It's in the roasted ram in Veldraken. Yeah, oh, I wanted okay. to give a shot. Okay, I wanted cool. to do a dragon flight drink. So it is a boozy drink. I checked. It said uh, alcoholic beverage. So it's called the ancient fire wine. All right, so next week we'll have the ancient fire wine for y'all. And uh, yeah, so that was the drink of the week. So again, to recap, it was Malibu rum, regular Bacardi, white claw pineapple, Hawaiian punch, and a pineapple orange juice mixed drink. Um, if you don't have that option available to you, you could just get a separate orange juice and pineapple. It's basically the same Are you thing. talking about just like regular old pineapple orange juice like from the refrigerated section like tropicana or is it like yeah. a boozy thing no, it's like a h-e-b oh uh, yeah orange. oh okay but yeah, it's the same thing okay. same thing sweet all right we will uh i guess move on to the question of the week that we ran for two weeks question question above, above. the week the week the week Shit. Okay, folks, so we actually did let this question run for a little bit, which is kind of cool because we got some good answers on Discord. Uh, ben, did we get anything from Twitter? Did you check on Twitter? Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like we posted it to Twitter, but I could be wrong. Also, if you answered an email or on Twitter, 
on uh, Hive, TikTok, or Instagram, uh, because Willie's not here, we do not have access to those accounts. But no worries, we can definitely read your answer out next week. Yeah, if you guys um, shout it out, we'll definitely yeah. uh, get back to you. So the question was, where do you actually stand in regard to Sibelian versus Ruffian? Who should actually be the aspect of the Black Dragonflight? And I guess since he's not here, I'll just jump in and read Woolies. So Woolies says, I am 100% Team Rathion, and here's why. It took a bit to come to this conclusion, but previously, I had thought Sibelian because he saved all those eggs and whatnot. But when it comes down to it, he did lie to his own brother, a member of his own flight, to move these eggs to the life pools. He didn't need to do that. Instantly causes me to lack trust. As for Rathian, yes, he did make Warlords of Draenor happen. However, it was all a part of his plan to get Nazoth to come around so he could be killed. I guess he was like, yeah, he was like baiting Nazoth a little bit. Rathian's main motivation is to destroy the old gods and save Azeroth from them. Is that not what an Earth Warder should do? What are Sibelian's plans for the actual responsibilities of the Black Aspect? I think those are all good thoughts and questions. I'm kind of excited for Wooly to come back and like talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I think Warthian is, um... I think he has the right... Like, I think his heart's in the right place. He's just, like, a typical teenager and just fucks up the plans completely. Um, so yeah, I kind of... I, I do agree with your answer. Um, I've got, I guess I, I'm the next one who answered, so I could just dip into mine, because I can kind of talk about why I agree with Willie more. So I said that I think Rathian is the best to be the Earth Warder and Sibelian to lead the Black Dragonflight. Um, Rathian obviously killed all the Black Dragonflights he could find because they were corrupted, while Sibelian tried to find a way to be uncorrupted. So I think um, in terms of leading the actual Black Dragons, I think Sibelian is a better fit. Obviously, he has them at heart. However, I think Rathian cares more about the fate of Azeroth, which is what the Earth Warder was created for, and that's why I think he's better for um that and ideally i think they would form a meaty triumvirate with abyssian who i think is a good balance of both i think both of them are a little bit hot-headed and stubborn and i think abyssian kind of you know he, he was corrupted now he's uncorrupted so i think he could rate with sibelian but at the same time he kind of was like the earth warder of the um high mountain torrents he always was looking out for them and stuff and i think he fills both roles and i think he's like you know he's like uh what is it goldilocks right he had one that was too stiff, one that was too small, soft, and then he had one that was just right. Like he, <laughs> you stopped yeah. it. <laughs> but, but basically, you know yeah, I, think he, I, I couldn't stop. <laughs> you fucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. But yeah, I think that's ideal. But I also, part of me, I think that's a Belgian, even though he thinks he's uncorrupted. I think he sh still is corrupted. I think he lost a lot of his corruption just because he was not an outland, and outland, to <coughs> our knowledge, does not have any old god influence there. So I think maybe coming back onto the um, <coughs> Azeroth, where there is still a confirmed old god out there, I think there could be a way. You think that he'll be more susceptible to the whispers of the old gods? Yes. Yeah. So before we read everyone else's, I guess I'll just give mine. I didn't put it in the Discord, so I'm just like flying off the seat of my uh, pants here. But I think I want Rathion just for like the basic um, vibes of like trust, 
and getting the job done and doing what needs to be done. Um, but you guys do make a lot more like interesting points than I had thought of. But my, when I thought about Sibelian and Ben, you put this into like words that I didn't know, like I didn't know how to explain it, but I was like, why can't I like, why do I feel like this guy is going to like betray us or something? That's just like the feeling I kept getting. But I didn't know, like, I mean, I knew about Outland and the eggs and stuff, but, like, when you put it, like, oh, he might be more corruptible by the old gods, he might be. Because Rathion has been through it. He, like, saw his dad go through it. He saw their dad go through it, you know, and everything. And, like, he's just much more familiar. Like, in BFA, he, he walked us through the cities with, like, all the corruption. And, like, he gave us the stuff, the, the necklace and the cloak. And, like, he knows what he's up to with things that are happening like right this second. I feel like Sabellian for like all his good intentions has just been a little too far removed from what's happening right now. And so I feel like Rathion, I guess overall, uh, would be the better leader. Yeah, I think that's what everyone seems to be feeling. Yeah, I know. It's Sibelian not like the most unique answer in the world at all. <laughs> So I will read the next and we only actually have one more answer is from the uh, Nierical. I hope you're saying your name right. If I'm not, please correct me and I will pronounce it properly next week. He said probably splitting the room here, but I don't think it should be either. Based purely on the fact they both want it. Pain Bloodwolf Bloodhoof would be my first choice. And then Wooly responded, LOL, he's not even a dragon. And Nierical responded back, to be fair, they threw pandas in the mix. They can make an exception. That would be funny as fuck <laughs> to see a torrent. I mean, it kind of brings... Technically what about Abyssian? Abyssian? One, right? Yeah, like, no one's torrent. like, why can't Abyssian be... Why can't he be? What's the deal with that? I don't... I'm missing something lore-wise again, aren't I? Like... I mean, Babe Loibold, if it's such a basic bitch, it'd probably be the best for him if it became the Black Dragon, because he'd actually be fucking cool. We could go back to um, the Maw and get Anduin's mace that he loaned him or something. See? I know some stuff. Fear there, there you go. See? I know something. Damn it. That was going to be one of my questions. <laughs> wait, okay. No, let's not. Speaking of questions, what, uh, wait, what is this? Questions? <laughs> Okay, so we got to pick what our next question of the week is. And I think we don't have one planned. But I'm going to say, since the raid just came out, based on what you know or what you've progressed or what you've seen, what boss do you think is the coolest in the raid? How do you do How does uh, you one can, define cool? Like the one where, like, you can't wait to do that fight. Like, like just all of so it, cool. like, for whatever reason? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for whatever reason you you may have. Um, but you can answer at Thrallsballs Pod. You can email us at thrallsballpod at gmail.com. You can answer on Hive, Instagram, or TikTok. You could also answer at Twitter, which I think I already plugged, at Thrallsballs Pod. You could also go to thrallsballspod.com and get yeeted into our Discord. And we have a whole uh, Discord channel dedicated to answering the question of the week. You could also leave it. Yeah, I think that covers them off, right? That's all the options you can answer. I do believe I heard you say everything. Yes, sir. All right. So again, the question of the week this week will be, what do you think will be your favorite encounter within the new raid vault of the incarnates and why? So um, previously, we used to use this section to do a little bit of a draft game. Uh, recently, we've been doing kind of like a Jeopardy status. Um, so last week, Gershom asked me 10 questions. Um, 
and I had to answer eight of them to be head of class, and either of ass I failed. I think I only got seven. So this week, we are going to flip the script, and I am going to ask Gershom ten questions, and if she gets eight out of ten right, she will be the official eater of a- head of class and eater of I'm ass. I'm going to try real hard. I don't have a title to take, because you lost last week, but we'll see. Is that losing or winning, yeah. if you didn't get that title? What? I would want to be <laughs> Did you say in the, in the outro, you were like, I'm still the eater <laughs> Okay. All right. Fuck it. Ask me some questions. Fuck this shit. Okay. When Bane or Karn Bloodhoof fought the Makora against Garrosh Hellscream, who was the character that blessed Garrosh's weapon? Magatha Grip Totem. Ding ding, you are correct. Yes, sir. Thank you, Morally Gray. <laughs> okay. The next question will be Who is the name in the Sunwell Plateau of the character that's like a spirit that Caligos was totally in love with? Fuck. I can't. Uh, I kind of. Oh my god, she was. Oh, I can't. No, I don't know. I can't remember at all. It was Avina. Avina. It was Damn a... it. I know. I know the story. I remember the story, but that I don't remember her name. I'm gonna try to make this like dragon flight related, except for that first question. Um, okay, so my next question will be. In uh, Legion, we go to the um, Azuna zone, and there's a zone where we help a bunch of dragons. Who is the name of the big dragon that's soaking in the pool that's really old, that's really sick, that we need to get back? Son of ghosts. Yeah, he just showed up. He just showed up. The blue dragon flight. I was so excited. I actually yelled at my computer, y'all. I was like, oh my god, it's Son of Ghosts! Next question. Are you gonna deliver it in a French I, accent? Question. No, I'm just, I'm like looking at my notes. I wrote down a bunch of questions and I highlighted which ones I wanted to ask. Uh, let's see what we have here. Just ask me the easy ones. It's okay. Then I could be the eater of ass. Who is the main consort of Deathwing? Sinestra? Sinatra. You were close. I think Sinestra was one of their daughters, actually. If I remember. Yeah. I don't know. My bad. So you are going to have to run the table. Yeah. I'm probably not going to do that. Alright, let's go anyways. Fuck it. So in the book, as well as the um, Sunken Temple... There is a green dragon who loses all hope based on the uh, Emerald Dream. What is the name of the dragon? I remember this story, and I do not remember the fucking dragon's name. I suck at dragon names, too! <laughs> what the fuck? Nope, I lose. No eater of ass here. Aranax. Oh, who the fuck would know that? Come on! He's one of the I know, I know, I know who you're talking- I just- Okay, let's go. 
Okay, I will switch it up. No, 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 and no, no. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Sorry, I was being a poor sport. Willie, edit that. <laughs> no, it's good. Ask more dragons. I want to know this stuff. What is the name of the three leaders of the three dwarf clans? So if you if it's the wild hammers, the bronze beards, and the dark um, irons. So the dark irons are Moira. Does first names count? Correct. Okay. Yep. Correct, Moira. Yep. Uh, carrot, curd, Falstead, Wildhammer is one of them, <laughs> and uh, Curridan, Curridan. No. So, Curridan was one of the one who went through the the dark portal, and then the other one you mentioned, I think, is the leader. Apparently. Oh, so, so I, I got the credit for that. Up. I got two out of three. Yeah. Then. No, no, no. You got the bronze beards. Oh, Falstead and Moira, easy. right? Moira's not the Falstead, Moira, and then the bronze beards is me. Oh, goddamn it! <laughs> Who was the human best friend of Arthas growing up? Varian Rin. Yeah. Correct. I was gonna say, don't say it's a horse, cause because it was invincible before he was invincible. Alright, the next one is. Ooh, let's see what I got in my list. Who is the name of the character who is the leader of the priest covenant? class hall and i'll give you a hint he's undead it's uh is it alonzo's foul yeah good job hell yeah because you knew i was about to scream out <laughs> calia menethil i was like wait no no she's the one they brought back no 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 who brought her back that was my thought process i was like oh shit someone dragged her body in there so the next question is coming from the um, uh, the War of the Ancients trilogy. Who is the first leader of the Legion? Not leader, but like first like main character for the Legion that comes through Azjara's portal. Is it the Pit Lord dude? God damn it! Is that that, the Pit Lord dude. Ah, uh, uh, no, no. Manoroth. Was it Manoroth? No, it was Hakkar, the Hound Flare. Oh! And then after Hakkar, I believe, uh, it's Manoroth or Mechtheridon who come in because Hakkar Because Manoroth came in and started enslaving everybody real fast. Like, he was like, yeah, oh, you know what, you're right. Because Hakkar came out, and then Hakkar kind of failed, and Manoroth was like, I'm coming in here, I'm gonna beat the shit out of these guys and make them do... Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. Oh, my bad. Oh, good. All right, and my last one, let's see if I can get you one that's kind of uh, different. Um, uh, when you do the Magkar Orc uh, unlock campaign quest, when you have to unlock the race, who is the leader of the Lightforge Draenei? Um, uh, to Nope, it's Urel. It is Urel! God damn it! I almost fucking said Urel! And then I thought, no, Tapartos is the one that goes on the quest! Oh, dang it. See how much yes. I know about lore? 
So you looks like you got one, two, three, three, you got four right. Four. four right. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's a total failing grade. <laughs> that was fun though. Off the off the off the top of your head, those are some good yeah, questions. I, so next week, when when we get Woolly back, we should each come up with five questions and see if he can be the new uh, head of class eater of ass. And if he's not, it, it will go back. No to one has the title yet. That's, that's crazy. No one can get a B. No one can get a solid B on these lore quizzes. Well, we are not a lore podcast. We are a talk shit podcast. Yeah, we <laughs> podcast. Like, we don't even know the answers to so many questions. Like, Jesus. Oh, it's so much fun, though. <laughs> so next week, we will quiz Wooly. We'll each give five questions, and we will uh, go from there. Sounds rad. Um... Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think at this point, like we're ready to get on out of here. Um, so Gershon, do you have any final thoughts? I cannot wait to probe Wooly with my question probe. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. All I'm saying is I can't wait for the origin between Savannah, Sabellian, Rathian, and Anduin. It's gonna be glorious. For real. Multiple holes, multiple penetrations. Cloacas. Oh, Don't forget the cloacas. <laughs> Uh, maybe they'll eat ass too. Oh God! Not like me, and not like you. Maybe we'll eat next week. <laughs> so we are gonna get on out of here, guys. Um, we're still up in the air whether or not we will have uh, what conflicting schedules, whether or not we'll be able to get something out for the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's. But stay tuned to our various social medias um, for an update on that. We're hoping to get something done maybe a little bit earlier in the week before the craziness of the holidays take over. But if we do not hear or record, uh, I hope all of you have a happy holidays or whatever you celebrate. I have a blessed and safe new year. I hope you continue to enjoy Dragonflight. And we'll catch you the next time on out. Um, you can follow us at our general Twitter account, which is Stalled Balls Pod. You can leave a review on what is the name of the place on review now? It's uh, bonusroll.gg. Bonusroll.gg. Mm-hmm. Used to be Wild Directory. Um, you can leave us a review on either Twitter, thrallsballs.com. You can send us an email, thrallsballspod at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on our TikTok, Hive, and Instagram account, which is on thrallsballspod. In addition, you can go to thrallballs.com, thrallballspod.com, and slide into our Discord and leave no a review pod. there. No oh, pot on that balls. one, just thrallsballs.com. Yeah. Thrallsballs.com. Sorry, nope. <laughs> You're good. You can follow us each individually on Twitter. Wooly08 is Wooly. At Bentalus underscore Outlaw for myself. And then Gershom, your hunter, Gershom. That's correct. The word hunter, G-E-R-S-H-O-M. Uh, I think we're going to get on out of here, swingers. If we don't hear from you, happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for hanging out. And, uh... You know, just keep on moving forward and eating ass, or not. Well, to eat ass if you choose to do so, and if you could say. All right, guys, see you later. Have a good one. Love you. Bye. Bye, swingers. We love you.